Hello, hello, hello. This is William Jackson coming to you again and wishing everyone a happy new year, a sensational new year, a prosperous new year, a blessed new year. And what an amazing new year that we are going into. Yes, I know there's a pandemic. Yes, I know there are variants to the coronavirus. But we woke up again today and God has blessed us with another sunrise and another sunset. Even though each day is not promised to us, we should be thankful that we are waking up to another day. I am masked up because here in the United States and Florida where I am, uh, it is uh, still pandemic status and there are still people that are getting sick there are still people that are experiencing illness. Uh, we are in the um, school system. We are in schools. Uh, we are masked. The teachers and staff are. The students do not have to be masked, but we are masked to protect ourselves and the students. Uh, we do not have a mandate to be masked from the leadership um, on the governmental state level, but we are diligent in our belief that God will get us through. These are the times that test men and women's faith, but also it tests their common sense. And parents should use common sense. It doesn't have anything to do with politics. It doesn't have anything to do with religious preferences. It doesn't have anything to do with uh, being male or female or whatever your gender recognition is. It has to do with being um, diligent, careful, cautious, and using common sense. Uh, as a member of the body of Christ, I am always faithful in God that he will protect, as he has done, myself, my son, and my daughter my wife, her children as well, her four beautiful daughters, her grandchildren. Uh, both of our parents, um, our mothers are deceased, but our fathers are still alive, praise God. They are challenged with some illnesses, but we are um, knowledgeable in the fact that God heals when he wants to heal and he has that ability. That's why we continuously are in prayer for my dad, William, or Bill, and Aida's dad, Julio, and blessing them and covering them. Uh, what I wanted to speak to you today was about um, something that's very passionate in my heart, fathers. And since last year, about the middle of last year, I was uh, speaking about fathers um, very diligently because I had been invited to speak at the One Africa Conference by Prince of the um, One Africa Forum, the Men's Conference, the Global Men's Conference, I'm sorry, um, virtually. And Prince is located in Johannesburg, South Africa. And he was envisioned along with others to create a conference specifically for men. And fathers, as we know, face many challenges. Men, we know, face many challenges. Grandfathers, uncles, 
we all as men face many challenges in the roles that we have and the statistics um, are dire and they, they are bleak and showing that globally, now this isn't just the United States, this isn't just Africa, this is globally that every 10 seconds or so a man commits suicide because of the stresses and strains um, that he that is going on in his life. Um, men are unfortunately participating in violence against women and against children. And these issues really need to be addressed. And at the One Africa Forum, that's oneafricaforum.org.org, you can find a link to the video um, over um, 36 hours of video about men, uh, talking to men, mentoring to men, um, praying for men, counseling men. And I'm always of the opinion that iron sharpens iron. Um, none of us have it all totally together, but when we can talk together, when we can work together, when we can collaborate together, when we can cooperate together, we create phenomenal things. And I wanted to go over a writing that I did some time ago that I think is, um, is, is time for these times that we, um, that we are going through. And we must remember that fathers should never doubt how important and valuable that they are and never allow anyone to demean our importance and significance in a child's life. Uh, we are part of a creative process of life. Um, God loved us so much, he created man first, and that is, we can't deny that. Women were created second. They are a rib from our side, that's based in scripture. But because of that, men, we have, we, we sometimes forget our responsibility to be the caregivers, to be the providers, to be the leaders in ministry, to be the leaders in our communities, to be the leaders in, in our homes. And I know it's tough, I know it's rough. I feel it every day. Um, I see men struggle every day. I see children that come to school and they're struggling through situations and circumstances. But I am always optimistic that we can lift each other up and we can pray for each other. So there are several facts, and this is called the alphabet of fatherhood. And I'm going to go from A to Z, because it's 26 letters in the alphabet. And I pray that I share some valuable and important information. One, fathers spend about 45% of the times playing with children while moms spend only 15 to 20%. And, and you know, percentages fluctuate. And it is because of their responsibilities. And sometimes, sometimes these cause issues in homes where moms, you know, traditionally are the ones that um, are, are taking the kids to school, picking up the, the kids from school, taking them to daycare. Um, they get home, they're cooking dinner, they're making sure the kids do their homework and so forth and so on. But parenthood is a um, collaborative effort and both parents must not give in to what society says that they should be doing, but follow scripture that they should be working together to raise their children. Um, fathers, um, 
it is a wonderful experience to help your children grow. It's a wonderful experience to, um, to, to mentor your own children. It's a wonderful experience to teach your own children. You set the standard. Uh, many people wonder why, why children are not reading as much as they used to. Well, fathers aren't reading in their homes like they used to. Fathers aren't sitting down reading the newspaper. Fathers aren't sitting down reading books. Fathers aren't sitting down reading magazines. And that is a serious issue because if children don't see fathers reading, they won't read. Now, children will see mothers reading things, and mothers traditionally um, encourage and inspire their kids to read, but fathers demonstrate through doing. So if you're not doing that, fathers, start doing it, whether you're reading the newspaper, whether you're reading the magazine, whether you're reading comic books, whether you're reading whatever. But be there, be that role model for your children. And statistics, you know, they are, they're skewed, um, either culturally or racially or genderly or, or academically or socioeconomically. So we really have to be careful. Uh, that was A. B, dad should help in getting the kids ready for the day. Create a unique routine that kids look forward to. This will make getting ready less stressful. Fathers, come on, you can help get your kids ready for the day. Even if it means getting up 10 minutes, 15 minutes earlier and doing something special for your kids, like singing them a song or playing music or getting them out of bed or, or, or doing something that only dad does to get your children ready for school and have them look forward to school. Too many times, you know, kids are just woken up. Get up out the bed, get up. Time to go to school, get your clothes on, brush your teeth, go to the bathroom, take a bath, whatever. But we have to have that relationship with our children where we are doing special things to inspire them and encourage them to have a good day. In my 33 years, I have learned that, that when kids come to school, I can look on their faces and, and see their mannerisms how their morning is going. And it is, it is a bad feeling when kids come to school and they've had a bad morning. When you ask them, hey, how's your day going? And they say, terrible. You, you have that sinking feeling in your stomach that, okay, is there something you know, wrong at home? You know, what's been done, what's been said? So we have to be sure that we are mindful fathers, that we send our kids off to school with a good attitude and with good behavior. For C, um, dads should learn about their child's development so they can better understand when to teach certain skills. Dads, you have all these skills, talents, and abilities. You are teachers in your home too. So you need to know when it's time to teach your kids to do certain things. Just like uh, instinctively moms know when to potty train their children, why they need to potty train their children early. Moms need to know when to get their kids to understand, okay, it's time for you to walk. It's time that you should start talking. It's time that you should do little things to prepare yourself as you grow up. And, you know, dads, you know, you have to understand the development of your children because then you'll know if there's an issue or there's a problem, you recognize it. You should be able to teach your children certain skills. Playing catch, tying shoes, and other things that are the process that is taught 
according to the development of a child. And you know, you gotta remember that each of your children, they learn differently. So not all children is going not all children are going to learn the same. They are going to receive information differently um, than before. Many children represent the the uh, abilities of their parents and in some cases the disabilities we hear more and more about children having ADD, ADHD and all the other titles that are placed on children but wouldn't it be amazing if children were uh, worked with, guided, mentored from birth on up to when they're, they're of the age to go to school and, and dads are teaching their children at an early age uh, how to behave, how to listen, how to follow directions, how to count, how to read. Uh, I can't tell you how many times that each year I taught at an elementary school and our new kindergartners would come in. Too many of them did not know their name. They didn't know their parents' name. They didn't know their address. They didn't know their phone number. They didn't know their siblings' names because they were not taught and then when they're coming to school, teachers are expected to perform miracles. In some cases, it does happen. That they're taught things that they should already know. So fathers, you are integral. You are important in the development of your child. So you need to make sure that your child can do certain, perform certain skills. One of the other things is D. And we have to be sure that we understand as we go by the alphabet. Uh, fathers, you should have time to read to your kids. Dads can make a special language of storytelling using dad's voice. And dad's voices are powerful. Dad's voices are transformative. Because when a, when a child hears a dad's voice, a man's voice, it is interesting that they respond and they perform better than when mom does it. Um, one of the things when we go to comforting and we go to security, a child looks for dad's voice. A child listens for dad's voice. A child is aware of dad's voice. Just like our father, the Lord, in scripture it says, my children know my voice. So even as men, even as members of the body of Christ, even as Christians, as men, we know God's voice. It is okay to call him more. It's okay to say, Lord, help me. Lord, provide for me. Lord, bring me the resources necessary so that I can do the works that you would have me do. One of the other things is E, dads make special trips to bookstores and libraries and museums. Make learning a unique and fun activity. And dads plan for field trips on the weekends. It is an awesome thing when you tell your kids on Wednesday or Thursday, hey, we're going to go on a field trip on Saturday. They looked forward to it. When my children were young, I used to tell them, we're going to go to the library. We're going to go to the bookstore. They would love it because I would let them um, buy, and I'd give them a couple of dollars. I would let them buy the type of books that they, that they liked. I would preview them and look at them and ask them about the characters and who it's about. And they really enjoyed that. They really, they really enjoyed the time that we spent together doing that. One of the other things is dads, you need to make sure you know your children's interest as they mature. Learning as much as possible about the children 
and not, alert, uh, not allowing moms to do everything. Break the mindset that dads are less important. Build the mindsets that dads are just as important. And it's not a competition, but children need to understand that mom, both moms and dads are important. It, re it is really heartbreaking when you're at schools and you're talking to the kids about families and stuff, and for one reason or another, the children uh, have known nothing about their dad. So as a teacher, my job is not to judge. My job is not to uh, judge behaviors or mannerisms. But I see that the, the effects of, not, of kids not having a dad in their life, not having a, a father figure in their life. And, and what happens is kids will compensate by um, leaning on to other people trying to fill that void or that space. So it's important that dads, that you're involved in your children's life because you don't want them leaving the nurturing of you who had the seed and your mother who had the egg to create life to have another, another man raise your seed. Uh, we have so many terms out here. We got um, sperm donators. We have baby wannabe daddies. We have absent daddies. We have lost daddies. We have um, no longer daddies. It's, it's just so many terms out there that fathers are not involved in their children. But being involved means service, sacrifice, and safety to so many children that when dads are there, it is a whole different world, a whole different environment. Because when dads say read, dads usually read with the children. When dads say, read to me, kids put forth a better effort to read than with their moms. So these are just natural things that are going on. Um, we only got up to, um, to F, um, but there's a lot, excuse me, to E, there's a lot that goes on. Uh, we have a few more letters to go, but I wanted to break it up. Um, there was a lot that I shared, but I want to take this time to say, you know, we're going to, we're going to work on this the next um, Tuesday and Thursday to share this information uh, across platforms. I am so proud to be um, a teacher on Let the Bible Speak TV. I'm also a podcaster of My Quest to Teach Digital Evangelism. And I want to welcome those that are in Church of Christ Nigeria, Church of Christ globally, and sharing this information and um, whatever feedback that I get, I greatly appreciate it. And thank you for um, taking this opportunity, these 20 minutes to listen. Um, I'm going to um, add some more for this Thursday, as Thursday comes around, and also next Tuesday and next Thursday. My goal is for my quest to teach uh, digital evangelism and Let the Bible Speak TV is to... Um, show content during the week. Um, my podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, twice a week, I'm trying to do my best. Yes, I've missed, you know, a few days with the holidays, but I always am in prayer and let the Bible speak TV every Wednesday um, at about three o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 3, 3.30, uh, along with Wabumba George and Brother Enoch. 
my brothers in Christ in Jos, Nigeria. So thank you once again for listening. I'll be back on Thursday. Stay tuned. Love you. Peace and blessings. Thank you.